0: Welcome back to Gamify This. My name is Samuel Moser and I'm the artist and this is Puzzle Moser. Today we're doing something a little bit differently though. You may notice Sean is not here today. This is a bonus episode. He is currently playing Seek and Destroy, shooting dolphins and traffic lights with his significant other. Today we're gonna talk about the general purpose and picture and all sorts of other stuff having to do with Gamify This, the podcast that we have just started. This is a bonus episode that's right this is a and a that's right and it's gonna be amazing indeed we're gonna talk about gamify this um i have a few questions for puzzles we're gonna talk about the podcast the purpose of the podcast the reason for the podcast the why of the podcast the podcast of the podcast and all kinds of other fun stuff plus we're gonna wrap up with some of our future ideas and just where this is gonna go in the future All right, so to get started, I just wanted to ask you, Puzzle, um, on this bonus episode of Gamify This, can you tell me, how long have you been considering doing a podcast? Has this been your idea from the start? What were some of your ideas that led to this, and what were you originally thinking of doing?
1: Yeah, so I've been thinking of doing a podcast for quite some time because I have such an amazing voice. But uh, no, actually, I've, I've really enjoyed... Uh, I, I like jumping between different forms of creativity. I'm a very creative person. And so like I did YouTube for quite a while and I kind of burnt out of that. And then I did Twitch for a while and like got Twitch affiliate in just a little bit of time and then kind of burnt out of that because I was like streaming a hundred hours a month. Um, and I was like, I want to keep up this creative streak, but I don't know what outlet to use. And um, then I was also thinking just, you know, things are kind of getting a little more boring just being me. I want to do more of a like a group project. And it's been a while since we've done like group videos and stuff like that that are not just centered around a game, like a video game. We haven't really done group activities, you, me, and Sean, and stuff like that. So I was like, what if we did a game show podcast? Because that's like a new format. We haven't done a podcast yet.
0: Yeah, essentially for the same purposes which it started, um, we were all kind of in the same place, bored done we tried a bunch of other things the only thing we hadn't done was make a podcast or be officially famous we were we were kind of burned out of creativity we were burnt out of um friendship we were burnt out of um all the other things that made life interesting basically where you are and we were like man we really need to help ourselves and other people with this Um, especially the sad little babies, the sad little babies that all of you are (laughs) sitting back there at home, wishing you didn't have to do life the way you were doing life, huddled in a corner, rocking back and forth on the weekend, weeping into your knees, you know, the usual. So we're going to take you out of the usual with this podcast and on this bonus episode we're going to talk about questions and answers that'll lead us into an understanding of how to gamify your life, make it more interesting, how it'll actually help and impact your life, make it more interesting, all that sort of stuff. What was your initial purpose of like all the ideas? We, like we, We'd also gotten the idea it would be fun for us to do a podcast because we've co-starred in different YouTube videos together and there was right.
1: that one there was that one stream where we started out playing star wars squadrons and we ended up just talking about philosophy and burping and going to heaven for like 45 minutes that was the beginning of the podcast two years ago <laughs>
0: yes and uh, and like in video calls and stuff anytime puzzle and i were sharing the microphone people watching would be just like so when are you guys going to start a podcast that was another one too mm-hmm. And we were kind of generally known for what we did. He was known as the nerdy puzzle guy, and I was known as the guy who made the goat video.
1: And being artistic and being a philosopher,
0: I was the goat guy. So, for art and philosophy purposes, it's good to do a podcast, talk about stuff people like to talk about. Nerds listen to podcasts, people, basically any general um, uh, hipsters out there. They just It's what they do. They sip tea or coffee or or chai or something like that they walk outside and they listen to podcasts with a scarf on in scorching heat walking riverside in oklahoma so why this podcast why was this what you settled on of all the things that we could have done what what gave you the idea to do a podcast called gamify this
1: so it was actually a culmination of a lot of things it wasn't just like I want to do a podcast, boom, this is what I want to do. I actually had been thinking about it for quite a while before I introduced the idea to you and Sean. You guys went on board like immediately, which meant like, man, all this thought that I put into it was kind of worth it. Um, One of the first reasons is just social media and everything online is so bloated. There's like so many podcasts, so many YouTube channels, so many you name it it's just overflowing with stuff. So I was like, what's something that the three of us can contribute that feels worthwhile? Because a lot of podcasts are just like, come listen to us ramble and be (laughs) so funny and quirky and original doing the same thing that everyone else does. And I was like, first of all, we need a hook. We need something that has a specific draw, but can also apply and engage with everyone. So like, gamifying your life there's not a whole lot i've noticed that there are some that have touched on that topic and there are some people who you know make that career that their career but it isn't one of those overbloated things like sports commentary or just comedy or just entertainment like you know it's something a little more specific and so like that was one really big reason was i just didn't want to be shouting into the ether something that is meaningless to pretty much anyone who would stumble across it I want it to be something that when you stumble across it, you know exactly what it's going to be and see how it can not only be entertaining and engaging, but also maybe improve your life
0: a little bit. And that's what we're working on. Speaking meaning into the meaningless, order into the monotony, and speaking some chaos into the regular, the ordinary. That's good. Um, and that actually sounds really fun. Speaking of fun, I personally think the kind of stuff that this podcast is about makes life a lot more fun um at least for me you know as we go through each podcast episode which we've done three and a half of we won't we don't count the first one but we've done four exercises at least as it were is r we've done four exercises we've played four games and what it's done for me is it's given names to my daily activities I I don't anymore say, I'm going to be late for work. I need to hurry and get stuff ready for work. I have a name for that. I don't say, I've got to hurry speed to work. I say, I've got to drive to work without running any red lights. I'm playing red light. Don't run it. I, uh, I, I, I get into a chaotic method or a chaotic routine. And I look at it and I say, wait, no, actually, I want to start a little bit earlier so that the you know the preparation that I have beforehand creates a better pacing for me in the in the next round, and so in the next game, which would be like driving to work or something like that, instead of speeding, I'm playing look around you. I'm doing more of an observational drive. I'm doing more of a more of a route to work, and that's the Sean method, I suppose. Is this um, is this gonna work though, like for other people? I mean, I know what we're doing. We're talking about how it can make our lives better, and it, it makes it look more interesting. But what about for the people listening to this podcast? Like, what does it do for them? Or what are your expectations there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we're already seeing results, at least with, like, people in our friend circles and family and stuff like that. Um, I think you've mentioned a couple people have come to you and been like, you know, it's kind of... It, At the very least the concept of gamification you know our episodes so far have been a little more on the entertaining side and a little less on the application side but that's okay i'm not apologizing for that it's been a lot of fun um but some people have come to you about the gamification method and just said that they didn't even kind of think about it
0: i actually give an example so i was at a wedding the other day wasn't my own still but (laughs) but um i was there with uh one one of my siblings and their significant other and we were just talking about the podcast and, like, what is that? Like, even the even the initial, like, the preview, the cartoon preview I made just got them wondering, like, what is this concept? It's so interesting. And I said, well, essentially, it's turning something into a game. And they're like, but what can we turn into a game? I said, we can turn this into a game. And like, we're at a wedding. I'm like, okay. Level one, we got to meet people. You got to find three different people to talk to And you gotta have three different things you talk to each of them about. So what would those be like, okay, first I wanna talk about um, something interesting they did today, something new or interesting they did today. I'm like, okay, what's something new or interesting you did today? Like, oh, okay, all of a sudden I'm challenged. And they went into it. And then I had to come up with mine, you know? And then it's like, okay, second thing, you gotta make sure you talk about all three of these things while you still have my attention. And they're like, the clothes you're wearing. Or the clothes that people around us are wearing. Whichever way it more easily segued. So talking about clothes at the wedding. And I was like, man, I noticed maybe like a more than an odd number of the people here. Less than an odd number of people here. um, Maybe a fifth of the people here are actually wearing neckties. um, Generational, I guess, is just not as common to wear neckties anymore. But I was like, and the ones who are wearing neckties... You know, I was just looking for patterns among the people. And then she was like, yeah. And she was uh, talking about the dresses people were wearing, whether it matched or anything. Um, and then we had one last one we had to squeeze in there. And it was the fairy lights inside the building that we were in. It was like, look at those fairy lights. I'm like, yeah. I wonder if they're connected to the original like wiring of this building or if they're just there, you know. And uh, we're running out of time because you can lose attention. And so you kind of I I like to tie things back in and like kind of hit the points again. So I'm like, uh, I I cover, you know, that was interesting. You know, uh, the fairy lights kind of match your clothes. You know, it it reminds you of what who you're talking to, how the conversation went. And then you got to go and do that to three people. So we split up. And we ended up engaging more in conversation at the wedding. It made our interactions with people more interesting. When we came in, there feeling a little awkward and shy, both of us. I'm um, not really knowing everybody, which is common at weddings. You know, you have a friend and they've got lots of friends and family there. Uh, we got to meet people and we got to have very interesting conversations with them. That was level one. Level two was um, the dance party, I think. Well, it was, it was essentially this was level two. Level one was getting there on time, which we both failed at. But um, level three, the dance party was, I was like, okay, you gotta come up with three different dance moves you're gonna do during the dance party. You know, you don't feel like dancing. I always feel like dancing, but I don't always know exactly what to do. Um, I'll just be there uh, <laughs> coming up with stuff. But like, let's have some pre-programmed dances that we're gonna work in there. And people are just gonna look at us like, Whoa! They know what they're doing. I'm like, okay. And uh, are you gonna dance grandpa's. to like? I <laughs> oh, know what they're doing. He's wearing like sunglasses and slippers, and <coughs> got his dog with him and a cup of coffee. I think it was me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it works. Like the method is real. It works outside of their That wedding ended up being really interesting. I mean, I loved the people who were getting married and they're good friends of mine. Um, And it was a beautiful venue and everything. But I think that this just this helps me put something into it, challenging myself to talk to three different people and then go beyond. I was like, this is a competition. I'm still curious which of us won this one. But like who talked to the most people who incorporated the most dances they promised they'd do. And uh, how many people did you know she end up dancing with? I ended up dancing all the dances by myself. But I had a really good time because I like myself
1: and we're not at all crediting ourselves for this gamified theory or whatever we want to call it. It's not like we're Newton and we just discovered this and we're putting our label on it and saying that we have founded this amazing thing and we're it
0: applying will an ancient method.
1: Yeah, I, I believe this is probably an ancient method. I haven't done much historical research on it, and honestly, I th- I feel like I should. I've been curious about this whole idea, theory, method, whatever you want to call it. But we're not crediting ourselves for gamification in general. We're not we're not crediting ourselves for the gamification theory itself, but we we're doing this. To get it out there like i at least me myself i once i kind of started thinking about it i became very passionate about it She's and, like me, myself, and I. <laughs> me, <laughs> me myself i became passionate about it and i was like what's the best way to get it out to as many people as possible and it's like well what if we gamify it what if we make it a game show and i think you know what to talk about that too
0: yeah um it it, it works for me too like that concept of making it more interesting, turning into a game, the day-to-day life stuff. It was already pre-programmed for me to make things more interesting Um, wherever I am, whatever I'm doing. No, I I try to find different ways to do that. And I'm always looking for something new in the way of inspiration. Uh, But having a specific theme that's not too specific, but just that game part of it, you know I'm, I'm thinking more in the realm of retro games and I have never been much of a gamer but I've always been inspired by art and I've always been inspired by um, cartoons and colors and toys and things of that nature board games especially like board games that incorporate big moving pieces like mousetrap mousetrap I don't even know how to play it but I love that it's made up of contraptions and so many colors um wheel of fortune that's another big inspiration for me i love the wheel of fortune it's a it's a it's an invention somebody somebody made that spins and stops on something random i first saw it in a cartoon actually i'm like man i wish such a thing really existed and so i went and made myself one just to put my ideas on it just, let's let's give ourselves prompts and let's make it not just be. Oh, what do I do? What I do you know sometimes I'll randomize it and go to my phone and say hey Siri, you know uh, Give me a number between something and something and then that gives me a decision But I make myself a wheel of fortune that goes around and with different subjects on it And it helps me choose a topic and that could be something that I have hanging over me. It's above the uh, art desk on the wall something hanging over me something that um, something I really don't want to do, or maybe something I really do want to do, but I have a hard time getting around to it. The wheel will decide for me. And so I made my own using, um, I was at Walmart and I found some ping pong balls that glow in the dark. doesn't really matter that they glow in the dark, but, uh, I used them as, um, bearings to help this wheel spin. And I made the rest out of cardboard and paper. And it just works like, it just works like this. It lands on something. And then you have to gamify grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is a well-being thing, so I put the heart theme on it. It improves your life. Another thing that improves your life, gardening or garden work. You know, something something that you can take care of. Making a sandwich. Another life improvement. Let's let's go to something different than life improvement. Making a sandwich. Making a sandwich. Making oh. Math. An achievement. Um, I put these stars for things that's like, if you can do a daily practice of it and get a streak going, then, uh, then you're going to become more of a mathematician, things with stars on them, things that like, the more you do this, the more you become this mathematically capable individual being, uh, the arts you're about. yeah, you can spin for another one. Stars. Oops. What we got Work. Okay, check mark has to do with necessary evil. It's like something that you have to do that you have hanging over your head is like, I need something to prompt me to do this. And then being prompted to do that, you're like, oh shoot, but I've actually got to make a game out of it. There you go. So that's uh, that's all about just making life more fun. That's a, that's a very key part of what this whole gamify this theme is and helping people to plan things out in a way that is just more colorful, more fun. Think about something that you don't like and think about something you do like, and see how one can replace the other without replacing it. Just make it more interesting
1: yeah so this is this is the kind of application we love to see where you're not just thinking about it in your head, but you have something physical in your life to like touch and feel that is that gamified, that is that gamified approach to your life like. Adding a spinner or dice or like achievement cards or something like that where you feel like something in your life, something in your normal life is a game just kind of starts crossing over and making your whole life feel like a game. Because after all, we're all in a simulation and this is all a game and nothing's real and it okay. doesn't matter.
0: Now, um, one other thing is like challenges. We do and we don't like them. But if you're playing a video game, you're like, well, yes, the challenge is necessary. This is what I came for. I came to play the game. Uh, Seeing our day-to-day life challenges as like a game challenge, there's a correlation. We have to make that connection. It's a bit psychological when it comes to it. Sort of how the things that the feeling of fear or anxiety, it uses the same hormones as feelings of excitement and anticipation and if you can change the expression on it it changes your whole outlook on it i started to get excited about things that i'm afraid of i was listening to uh, i was listening to a podcast today about fear the psychology of fear and phobias specifically and dealing with them handling them and how it's not real which is really interesting that scientists look at that and say it's not real it's our perception of it that needs to be trained. It's just like, how do you make yourself excited about something like something that you never liked? I get excited about broccoli now and I never would have seen that coming. I always hated broccoli.
1: You should listen to the most recent episode which is gamifying your healthy habits, which is one of the
0: best episodes so far and it actually has practical effects on your life. Hyperlink, um, watched Bugs Bunny growing up and just the way he ate carrots. I'm like, wow, that looks good. Carrots, when I see them, they're not good. But if I can imagine that I'm Bugs Bunny eating them, that makes it good. I thought, man, I need to make a cartoon character who eats broccoli and see how cool that would be. But then when I was studying nutrition, I was like, ooh, soda. That's like a chemical that we're drinking and that sort of thing. No, I still like soda. It just took a long time for me to circle back to it, especially after having real beer and realizing, whoa, that was nothing like the real thing. I read about broccoli, I'm like, not only is it a thing I have to eat every day, some of the foods that I really like, because of what they have in them, broccoli has. Plus, more. I always grew up being a big milk drinker. And, you know, after I stopped drinking goat's milk and had to try cow's milk, that because I'm adjusting, because I didn't like cow's milk. Now I love it, and goat's milk's kind of rancid. <laughs> but eating broccoli, I'm thinking about not just all that it's doing for me, I mean, like, think how much better you're going to feel when you're done eating this broccoli. I'm like, I won't. I'll have a stomachache and burps and my breath will smell terrible and my teeth will be green. I was like, there is nothing good about this except maybe something's going to do down the road that I won't even notice the effects of having to do anything with broccoli.
1: I think you might still feel that way.
0: Knowing that it's more than just preventing, you know, potential for cancer and that sort of thing. All the different stuff that it's got in it. It's a power food. It's like the ultimate... Well, that's what happens when you drink milk during an interview. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of loving milk, this is not <laughs> coffee. It's the ultimate food. A lot of other things are that way too. Something else, like you gotta roll a dice to make a decision, or you gotta flip a coin. And it's like, I would go, okay, if that's what I gotta do, I'm going to create a dice out of cardboard and flip it and make it like. Topple. I gotta throw a party and it's gonna be a beach theme party. I'm like I'm gonna do you know I, can't, I, don't, I don't have a big budget I can't afford like a real carnival or inflatables and stuff like that I'm gonna make big cardboard cutouts and I do that every year at every party that I throw I do big cardboard cutouts if I'm doing a movie night watch party If I have the time I make a big poster inspired by the movie or TV show that we're watching It's it's what I do. I like to add the flair and color just go into it and that's and that's making things more fun But empowerment, I think I want to move a little more that direction now in our conversation. How does this empower you long term? You think about power ups and you think about boosts, but more in the term of buff, long term effects, improvements as a result of what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, so like on that power note, at the very very base, like if you have trouble with you know finding meaning or uh, breaking out of patterns in your life one of the biggest things you can do in your life is adding new habits or new patterns to your life and those habits will stay with you in the long term at least at very very least the memory of them and so like i mean it depends on your depends on your method it depends on your angle for it like approaching it what kind of game you want to make your life
0: what different parts of your life you want to make a game
1: But long-term effects.
0: So there's two, there's a philosophical concept um, that I think was developed by a pastor, but about the long game versus the short game. The short game is where you have a goal and you're shooting for that goal. And once it's done, you don't have to train for it anymore. You don't have to work on it anymore. But the long game is where you're working for a long, like working consistently at something, improving it, making it better and better. And you don't have really an end plan for it. Your whole idea is this is what you're always working on. And um, with habits, like you were saying, improvements, growth, um, I personally owe a lot of my credit to James Clear, who wrote the book Atomic Habits, for where I get a lot of my inspiration on this podcast, is um, either helping you um, quit a habit that you really just like, I'm tired of doing this. I don't even like doing this. I wanna, um, I want to replace this with something else. It takes a little bit at a time to actually do that, but a little bit at a time is better than trying really big and then later not doing it at all. Um, That's what I do with my gamified apps like Duolingo and Elevate and stuff. It's very short games. But the more consistent I am with them, the better I am at those things. If I can get a streak going, those little um, those little improvements on the Wheel of Fortune, if I can get a streak going where I'm doing the same thing consistently a little bit every day, reading a section from a book every day, um, working on Spanish a little bit every day, I'm a Spanish learner, you know? Um, I'm a reader of that book. And that springboard that, that, that I'm trying to get you thinking about is this Long game, the long game. This is like, I'm not just playing one level and quitting. I'm here for the game, a buff, a life improvement. Yeah. Like, for example, gamifying your healthy eating habits, just
1: doing a little bit of that every single day will be a long-term benefit a really good long-term benefit for your life gamifying your daily routine that's going to make your work day a, a little bit less miserable i mean depending on how much you hate your job depending on where you're at stuff like that but it, you know your morning routine your daily commute how you get to work how you feel when you're doing that what you're focusing on if you're just focusing on getting there and not thinking about the car that you spent money on and the music that you're listening to you know, I think a big focus on this game is sorry. the big focus on this podcast is when you are playing a game, you are not focusing on finishing it; you are focusing on having a good time. And why should life be any different? Like at the life should be much better than that. Life is where you are living; the game isn't. So, like taking inspiration from video games, my senior thesis was about video games. It was about how video games are. The highest art form and the most inspirational uh, medium as far as media can go, like how it can really touch you and drive you like being interactive in games, going through those stories yourself. So bringing it into real life can make your daily things that you might hate actually possibly even give you inspiration, like really flipping it on its head and making the things that you might Borderline hate turn into something that borderline gives you motivation or like uh, what what's the word that I'm thinking of uh, purpose like inspiration purpose creativity something um, dopamine dopamine yeah that's a big one. yeah so that that's I think really the biggest um, like buff or power up is taking control of your life and not letting life drag you around when you're playing a game. I already said this but I just feel like saying it again. When you're playing a game, you're not just focusing on getting over with it. And you're you're focusing on having a good time, enjoying it, maybe getting the achievements or getting out of the story or you know you're you're trying to get a sense of purpose when you're playing a game. So bring that into your real life and not just let the days go by without actually investing something in them.
0: I, I mean a few times I played a game, I'm like, Okay, wait. I'm enjoying this but this isn't my real life. I wish that there was something about this that actually did make my life better. I'm like, okay, maybe because I played this video game where I'm targeting at something, there'll become a very significant point in my life where I have to target something and shoot it. <laughs> or like I was I'm a I'm a great artist. Like I love to draw and I'm really good at it at making cartoons and stuff. I'm like, what if at some point the world depended on me drawing the perfect drawing? I'm like Man, is that it? Like, is that it? What, what, what is the purpose? And this gives you more of a sense of purpose. This gives you more of a sense of life being fun. And this gives you long-term power up, an actual buff, something that will make your life better. And whatever way you need it to be, we teach the methods. We help you through them. We give you gamified examples. And um, we have some future ideas um, going forward with this podcast and beyond I'm currently working on a book right now. It's supposed to be like a gamified journal, but it's also sort of a workbook. So the whole thing isn't a journal, but it has journal entry segments. And it has examples and methods, again, retaught, puzzles, illustrations. um, I just can't not have illustrations in there. Uh, Diagrams, just um, different ways that your life can be Gamified. There's a planner with little prompts and ways to change up the way your week looks. Uh, Set goals and turn them into power-ups. Set daily plans and turn them into achievements every time you get past one of them. Turn the days into levels that you've got to beat. Get as far as like boss level. Think about what that would mean for you. And so the book is supposed to help you learn how to see your life this way in more of an applicable way so you'll have something tangible you can hold and write and do ac- the activities in yes it's a, it's, a, it's supposed to be kid and adult friendly at the same time which i also you know try for all of my stuff to be reaching everybody and uh and then we have uh, some other ideas going forward for how other people can participate in the podcast itself An actual game show sort of idea. So right now, Puzzle, Sean, and I are working together. Season one. Season one. We're we're working together to make the podcast a game that the three of us can play as an example. As we become better at judging each other and understanding what a real gamified life experience looks like, how the scoring system works, and all that stuff, while we're still establishing the boundaries, we're also looking forward to a day in the future having guests come onto the show, and us being the judges who will confer together and talk about how the guests did, like on a cooking show or other game show. So America's sure. Got Talent. Yeah. Um, people submitting their gaming ideas for now. We're encouraging that strongly. Um, there are alternative takes on gamified solutions we've come up with. We're going to be looking at something down the road. Guests coming onto the show, competing against each other, and we will encourage and help them to see how to do their life like that and they'll be encouraging and supporting us in the meantime. This whole experience all together, it's improving my life, the ideas we've had, the things we've been doing. It's inspiring me to draw a picture, at least one picture every week to get a thumbnail for each of these episodes.
1: I just wanted to say briefly on the note of like having people on, I was thinking about interactivity, the interacting with the podcast, which reminded me To remind you guys that there are polls and Q&As on Spotify, which if you can see us now with your eyeballs, that probably means you're watching on Spotify. You might be watching on YouTube, but we have video on Spotify, and if you scroll down the episode, we have different Q&As and different polls every single episode that you can interact with, and um, also, yeah, we've gotten plenty of votes and stuff, a lot of, A lot of you guys do know about that. I just wanted to remind you. And also, rating the podcast really helps. I think someone accidentally gave us a one-star review, which is messing up our uh, our, our average. It was definitely an accident. Was that you? No, but whoever did it. It was an accident. But yes, we have polls and Q&As here on Spotify exclusively. We also have exclusive video here on Spotify. Yes, please do interact. It helps a lot. Share it with people who you think need more inspiration in their lives. It's okay if they don't watch it. Clicking that share button helps.
0: Share it now while it's free. Because in no time at all, Gamify This will be available on VHS and DVD. But until next time, think about Mousetrap. Think about Legend of Zelda. Think about Mario Kart. Think about the game of life. The board game. Mechanics and and colors and shapes and sound effects and names and, and worlds. And
1: achievements
0: and achievements and reward yourself think about how to win and what happens as a result of winning and uh, and we will we will go with you on this journey and here's
1: 3 apps to gamify your life right now rocket money elevate and duolingo none of them sponsor us but they're great we sponsored that our support <laughs> with our usage our daily usage our daily usage of things come back for samuel hosting his next episode yeah, please
0: this will actually be another game next time
1: please do make sure to rate us on Spotify and Apple podcasts and stuff like that. It really does help a lot. Share the podcast around. Um, If you see reels, TikToks, uh, YouTube videos of clips of our show, share those around. That's where a lot of the engagement comes from is videos on other platforms that bring us here. So if you see stuff out there and you're like, wow, they made a, they made a little video about, just send it to everyone
0: and uh, and so uh follow me and puzzle on our platforms follow puzzle uh sean at Tent tiny potatoes um follow me on moser meadows records and follow puzzle on puzzle mtm those are youtube stations and they station our youtube channels and uh, as we always say even though this isn't a game game, game over, over.